0: Hello everyone, I'm T.D. Worthington, pastor of the Pathway Baptist Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and this is Pathlight. And we're so glad to have you tuned in to today's broadcast and hope you'll stay with us for today's entire, entire program. Have you made any resolutions for this new year? A lot of people have, and hopefully, hopefully, if it's a good resolution, you will continue with it and see it through. But fact is, a lot of people will not. As a matter of fact, perhaps already you've given up on your resolution. We're going to be talking about that a little bit today. It's a message entitled of Regrets and Resolutions. And we hope you'll stay tuned for today's entire program. Just before we get around to the message, I want to mention to you Pathway Christian Academy in Goldsboro. I realize many people listening to the program, you live miles and miles away from Goldsboro, North Carolina. But if you happen to live in the Wayne County, uh, Wilson, uh, Duplin, Johnston, uh, Green, Lenore County area, and you're interested in an academically sound program in a Christian environment for your kindergarten student through grade 12, Second semester is just getting started in the next uh, next few days, really, at Pathway Christian Academy, and we encourage you to look into it, if you will, and uh, we just be excited to share, uh, to share with you all the information about Pathway Christian Academy. Now, I need to mention, there's limited availability. Some classes are already full. But uh, we do have some limited availabilities, and if you'd like to check into it, go to the website pathwayacademy.org. Again, that's pathwayacademy.org. You'll find all the information there. Then, if you'd like to set up an appointment or call in and get more information, you can do so. You'll find full contact information there. Again, that uh, that uh, number, uh, that uh, email address, or that website address is pathwayacademy.org. Just before today's message, I got a musical selection coming your way. I hope you'll stay stay tuned for it. Uh, it's entitled Come Into the Holy of Holies. Come
1: into the holy of holies. Enter by the blood of the lamb. Come into his presence with singing. Worship Presence with singing, worship at the throne of God. See me we should, should the should that go?
0: you have your bibles today i would ask you to look if you would please in the book of first corinthians chapter number nine if you're in a position where you uh, where you can follow along in the scriptures if not if you'll listen very carefully as i read to you this day first corinthians 9 verses 24 through 27 know ye not that they which run in a race run all but one receiveth the prize so run that ye may obtain unfit for God's service. It's World War II and the British Army is retreating across the channel. They're fleeing for their lives. It seems that victory has already been lost in these early days of the Second World War. Much of Europe has fallen and now the British Army is in retreat. All sensible people agreed Britain must surrender while she still could, while perhaps she held some power at the negotiating table, but there was one that did not believe that Britain should surrender, and that, of course, was Winston Churchill. You ask, what is our aim? Churchill told his fellow members of parliament as he took office. I'm quoting now. I can answer in one word. It is victory, victory at all costs, Victory in spite of all terror, victory, however long and hard the road may be. Later, he rallied the British people with these words. Again, I'm quoting: "We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the street, in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender." Well, it took five more long, hard years, but thanks to the Allied armies, the world was finally freed from the tyranny of the Nazis. And thanks to the bravery of the Royal Air Force, the British never did have to fight on the beaches, nor in the hills, nor in the streets of their own country. But it was to Winston Churchill that the victory perhaps was most owed. For it was he who had the courage not to give in when everybody else was crying that we should surrender. But Churchill said, no. And he said so even in the darkest of hours. No, we shall not surrender. Churchill was not a perfect man, and he certainly had some character flaws. But he had many admirable attributes. But perhaps his determination to keep going, even when the odds were against him, Makes him a great role model, and especially a great role model for our children today. Absolute determination. Let me ask you something. Have you made some resolutions for the new year? If so, by default, it would mean that you must have some regrets. Because normally we don't resolve to change something unless we're dissatisfied with the way things have been done. And now, hopefully, those regrets are strong enough for you to ask God to empower you to become a person of resolution. Now, there's a difference in a person with a resolution and a person of resolve or a person of resolution. A resolution to do may be defined as a determination or a decision upon a course of action. You decide, like so many people do, for example, on January 1st, that I'm going to change something in my life. I'm going to do something I I have not done, or I'm going to quit doing something I have been doing. But resolve may be defined as an act of firmness and determination that allows you to accomplish that which is resolved upon. A resolved person has made a mental determination whereas a man of resolve or woman of resolve has the firmness to actually do it. Resolutions are powerless in the hands of a man or a woman without resolve. Benjamin Franklin defined a being a man of resolve as, quote, Resolve to perform what you ought, and then perform without fail what you resolve. I think that's a great definition. I think that's a great character trait, that you resolve to do what you ought to do and then you have the character to follow through and do it and thereby you are a man or woman of resolve. Why is this so important? Because being a man of resolve is the key to so many of the other virtues. Perhaps it's the key to all of them. Regardless, if your goal is to achieve patience, to be more faithful at church, to pray more, to study the Word of God more, to use your spiritual gifts more effectively, to be more dependable. None of these can be accomplished without the resolve to do what you want to do or what you think you ought to do. If you're not a man or woman of resolution, just because you want to pray more doesn't mean you're going to do it. Just because you uh, determined, as, as many I think probably have, that you're going to be more faithful at church, that doesn't mean you're going to do it unless you are a person of resolve. In other words, to make resolution or to resolve to do a thing is to decide decide, and determine in your own mind a course of action that you will pursue and you will, by God's grace and power, see it accomplished. Now, God himself is a person or a creature or a creator of resolution. In Acts 2.23, we read, quote, Him being delivered, referring to the Lord Jesus, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. What the word of God is teaching us there is that it was God's determined or we might say predetermined plan For Jesus to die by wicked men on the cross. So God made a determination or a resolution that Jesus was going to the cross and he had the resolve to see it through. Although even our Lord Jesus in Gethsemane was a Father, if there's some other way, let it be. And even the Father Himself had to had to put darkness, it's like he pulled the window shades of heaven when Jesus was on the cross, as he took upon himself all my sin and yours. But yet, God was a God that made a resolution, but he was a God of resolve to see it through. I've, I've grown somewhat weary of hearing about resolutions. What we should really be focused on is to be a person of resolve. There's a subtle yet important difference between a resolution and being a man of resolve. Again, a resolution might be defined as a decision to do or not to do something. Resolve is defined as the firm determination and empowerment to actually see it accomplished. So which one of you? Which one are you? How do you want to be perceived? How do you want others to perceive you? The wishy-washy, non-committed resolution guy or the clearly focused, results-oriented man of resolve? Anyone can make a resolution. Very few have resolve. Now, I said we are going to speak today about resolutions and regrets, and let's talk a little bit about regrets. You, you know, when you're young, it seems that we'll live forever. We think there's a limitless supply of just beyond the horizon. The future looks bright. Every day is going to get just a little bit better, probably. It's like an unbroken road stretching endlessly before us, a blessing after blessing, and, and every day is just going to be wonderful. Ever the older we get, the more we tend to look back and marvel at how short that road really is. When we were young, we looked down that road and, wow, say, I can't even see the end of it. As we get older, we look back and we say, you know something, I can see the beginning, and now I think I also see the end. And we wonder sometimes as we grow older how the years could have passed by so quickly. And we begin to think about the choices we've made and the things we've done. And in the process, we remember many priceless moments of joy, I'm sure. We also remember the regrets, the things we wish we could perhaps go back and change, that if we had to do it over again, there's some things we probably would do differently. For example, many people regret that they failed to become the person that they felt they could and should have been. When they look back on their lives, they realize they never lived up to their potential, that too many accomplishments that they could have accomplished remained undone. Too many mistakes were made as they look back. This is not some simple misstep. misstep. It's failing to become the person God equipped you, called you, empowered you to be. Why do we devote so much of our time and energy to things that are so fleeting, so, well, inconsequential, so superficial why do we refuse it seems particularly when we're young to see the folly and the pursuit of that which is trivial would it not be wiser for us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal according to Matthew 6:20? but how do we do this We certainly can't do this with a dragging our feet, staring at our watch, complaining as we go approach to life. When it comes to living the gospel, we should not be like the boy who dipped his toe in the water and then claimed he'd went swimming. No, as sons and daughters of our heavenly Father, we're capable, capable of so much more. And for that, resolutions and good intentions are not enough. We must do. It's not that we think about it. It's that we do it. It's not that we ponder over it and give it consideration. It's that we actually do it. We follow through. We become a man or a woman, a child of God who has resolve. Declaring the power of the gospel is good, but being a living example is far better. Telling someone How to be saved and how they ought to be living a good Christian life is one thing, but actually portraying that in front of them is far better. Over the years, I've worked with many Christian people that knew the gospel just as well as I, maybe better than I, but they were lazy, undependable, they could not be trusted, they refused to govern themselves, they would not use their spiritual gifts. So although they perhaps within them from time to time would come to the altar and share some resolution that, uh, you know, before God that things are going to change, I'm going to be better, I'm going to be more effective, and yet it normally didn't last because they were not people of resolve. They refused to govern themselves, and those who knew them best even questioned their faith. Wishing to be more faithful is good. Actually, being faithful is much better. Announcing that we're going to dedicate ourselves to be zealous about the work is, is good, but actually doing it is, is what's going to bring those heavenly blessings to our lives and leave us with fewer regrets. So I said... If you have resolutions this year, if you're a Christian especially, and you have resolutions if you, if you look at the new year and say, I'm going to do things differently, that probably means you have some regrets over last year, and, and you don't want to end this year with those same regrets. You want to move forward, and you want to get victory in these areas of your life that you perceive need victory, or that God is convicting you that you need victory. In order to do that, you need to be a man or a woman of resolve, of determination, And you can be. One day, one day we're going to take that unavoidable step and cross from this earthly realm until the next. We're going to cross from this mortal sphere until the next estate. One day we'll look back at our lives and wonder if we could have been better, made better decisions, or used our time more wisely. If you and I are going to succeed in this life, we must develop the virtue of resolve, resolve the firm determination to accomplish what we set out to do. Winston Churchill determined he would not give up. He determined England, Great Britain, the British Empire would have victory. And he set his mind as a flint, if you will, to see that accomplished. Now, was it possible he could fail? I suppose so. But at least he would look back over his life and say, I did everything I could to accomplish that goal. I gave it my all. I ran the appointed mile and then another and then another. I've seen countless people over the years set out with the best of intentions only to fail because their resolve was weak. But I've also seen many others succeed despite seemingly insurmountable odds because their resolve to achieve consumed them. Being a man or woman of resolve is often the sole contributor to how so many successful people were able to accomplish their goals. Now, I wish I could tell you today that the road to victory is smooth. It's an even playing field. It's littered with resources and rest stops and encouragements and all everything you need. It's, it's all there and it's laid out plain and simple. But that's not the case. That path the victory is gonna have obstacles. But when obstacles rise up in their path, successful people, men and women of resolve, don't stop. They turn the obstacles into stepping stones, if at all possible, and continue striving onward and upward. Research shows that reaching goals leads to greater joy in life. Yet, while statistically, over half of us set New Year's resolutions Despite of what some of the advertisements might say about exercise equipment, statistics show that just 9% of us succeed in actually keeping them. So only half of us even make resolutions, and that's okay. 9% actually keep them. And Maybe some of those resolutions didn't need to be kept in the first place. I don't know. But many of those resolutions probably were good. Being a man of resolve is essential to help us get the best from our labor. It helps us objectively evaluate our own behavior. It's critical for self-improvement. Being a man or a woman of resolve promotes a deeper level of thought. It promotes the ability to look at a problem or situation from multiple perspectives and evaluate all the available information and come up not just with a solution, but perhaps with a big range of possible solutions or outcomes. A man of resolve doesn't just look at problem solving as 2 plus 2 equals 4. No, a man of resolve is going to look for all the ways he might reach that correct number of 4. He's going to use addition or subtraction or multiplication. He's going to experiment. He's going to say, yes, 2 plus 2 is 4. I could do it that way. I also could say 3 plus 1 is 4. I could say 6 minus 2 is 4. I could say 1 half times 8 is 4. What are my options for reaching this goal? And then what are the best options for reaching that goal? That is a man or woman of resolve. May this, be, may this be our resolution for this coming new year. May we all say that I'm determined to achieve and even exceed the goals in my life that I believe God has given me. My resolution will know no limits. I will stay the course always. I will act upon my goals. I will listen to the voice of God seeking his direction daily in my life. I will deal with the fears that arise in me. I am strong. I am capable. I am motivated. I am resolved. And through God and his grace, I will go on. I will run the appointed mile and the next and the next. Daily, I go on. Daily, I move on. Daily, I stay the course. Daily, I stay determined. Daily, I am me. And I will be the best that I can possibly be as a child of the Most High God. You see, many people work hard, but they accomplish very little, it seems, in life. Some may blame it on the lack of focus. But being a man or woman of resolve gives you that focus. It causes you to move towards something bigger than you ever imagined. It gives you a tunnel vision almost to see through that haze of foggy details, to see that end result that God has for you. And as you see that, you make that determination to go forward. A lot, a whole lot, is riding on your decision. Today, And I want to encourage you to be a man or a woman of resolution. Whether you're resolving to lose a few pounds or to revolutionize your spiritual walk with God. If you are not going to be a person of re- resolution, it's not going to happen. If you're not going to be a man of resolve or woman of resolve, it's not going to happen. You may keep it up for a day, a week, a month, maybe even a few months, but sooner or later... The way is going to get tough, and you're going to fall by the wayside. And if you think about the past, for most of us, we're going to find there's times in all of our lives when we were not the man or woman of resolve we ought to have been. But this is a new year. And if you're a child of God, the Lord wants you to be successful this year. For this to be your best year, this could be the year the Lord comes back. We don't have time to mess around if God's calling you to do something, do it by His grace. Maybe a renewed commitment to be faithful in church or to be faithful in God's Word or your prayer life. Or maybe there's some besetting sin in your life you need to deal with. And you're convicted right now, so you've made some resolution to change. But you're not going to change if you're not a person of resolve. Be that way. Be a man. Be a woman of resolve. When you are a man or a woman of resolve, that means, my dear friends, that you are a person that uh, that just sets out to accomplish what is set before you, what needs to be accomplished for the glory and honor of our Lord. I pray this year the resolutions that you may have made, and look, I'm not a big, big fan of New Year's resolutions. I think if God convicts you that you need to change something in your life. You don't wait till New Year's to do it. You change it. If, if he convicts you in November or December or July, you, you go ahead and change it then. You don't wait till the first of the year. But it could be that there are some things that God has prompted you this month that you need to change. I encourage you to do so. Be a man or woman of resolve. Well, till next time, this is T.D. Worthington Say may God richly bless you, is our prayer. You have a wonderful, wonderful week as you walk with our Lord.